2023 Arizona Cardinals schedule is released. Let's break it down. You are locked on Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome in Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day. Uh, you know, a lot of things have happened. First of all, subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to your podcast. The calendar and schedule is set. Okay. I'm going to break it down. I'm going to give my way too early prediction. And then, you know, we're, we're, we're just going to, we're going to go through this together. Okay. I do want to take this segment though, to kind of set the stage for two very different possibilities as it pertains to the Arizona Cardinals in 2023. There's a world in which Kyler Murray returns in the first four weeks. And there's a world in which he doesn't, re- you know, return until week six, week seven, week 10. When looking at the schedule, it's difficult to have one idea of what could happen. It's just difficult because, you know, without Kyler Murray or with Kyler Murray, this team is very different. Regardless of how you feel about him as the future of this organization from the quarterback position in 2023, Obviously, it's a topic, okay? So when talking about this going through the offseason, until we get some more clarity, hopefully by, I don't know, mid-July, late July, kind of an idea of when he may come back, the trajectory is going to be completely different for this organization. Like, I tweeted out that if he comes back, like, say, week one, I know the defense doesn't have all as much talent on it as – you know, uh, an NFL defense should. But this team could win seven, eight games, six, seven, eight games. The schedule is not that brutal. Like, it's tough. It is a tough schedule, especially for a team that has the longest odds to win the Super Bowl in 2023. Some of that has to do with Kyler Murray being injured. If Kyler Murray comes back in week one, it's a vast difference between him coming back in week one and coming back in week eight. So I just... When going through this offseason, it's going to be two paralleled conversations with, without Kyler Murray. How long? If we knew when he was coming back, it'd be a lot more clear. It may not be as beneficial for the team in 2023 regarding the win-loss record, but at least we'd know. We don't know. I'm doing my best in an effort to, you know, straddle the, the fence and kind of give optics on two Arizona Cardinals teams and what it would look like if Kyler Murray came back early or if he came back middle to late in the season. Now with the bye week is week 14. So it's not going to be a thing where it's, Oh, you know what? It's week eight bye week. Kyler Murray's targeting a return after the bye week that's thrown out the window. It's thrown out the window. If Kyler Murray's not back by week 14, they're going to sit him the whole year. So, When going into this, I'm going to do my best 
to have two conversations when, you know, chances are he's not going to be back until the second month at least, but we don't know. So when the schedule was un- un- unveiled, there were a couple of things that I looked for. It's a it, couple, you know, popcorn things you look for right away. One, primetime games, Monday night games, Thursday night games, Saturday night games, you know, Sunday night games. It was going to be a far reach to think the Cardinals would have one, if not many, primetime games. Now, the fact that they don't have one Thursday night game, that should be jet fuel. And they don't deserve it. Like, I'm not saying that, oh, you know, how dare the NFL scheduling committee not look at the Arizona Cardinals and think they're worthy of a primetime game. They're not in 2023. So that's, I mean, this is the world in which we live existentially until things start to come into play a little bit more at the end of this season and onward and upward into the, you know, top draft pick rich 2024 draft in the offseason that's preceding it. So you look for you look for primetime games. None. Okay. Whatever. Primetime games are overrated anyways. I mean, they're not. But like for now, it's just you don't want to see the Cardinals under brighter lights. Like this is going to be a tough year if Kyler Murray doesn't come back within the first month. It'll probably still be somewhat of a tough year. But at least if Kyler Murray came back earlier, you'd have building blocks for the future. You'd be able to see if they retain, if they keep DeAndre Hopkins. These are there are a lot of ifs. With, with the with the June 1st deadline or post where the Cardinals will save money if they cut them, save money if they trade them after June 1. Like, there's a lot of moving pieces. But say in a vacuum, Kyler Murray comes back week three and you have DeAndre Hopkins, Hollywood Brown, Rondo Moore, Michael Wilson, Greg Dortch, Zach Ertz, Trey McBride, James Conner. That offense is a good offense. That offense, specific, like, by itself, top 10, Skill position group, quarterback all the way through tight end. I think that's safe to say. 12 on paper. And you can scoff. You can be like, oh, it's Kyler Murray's the quarterback. So they're not. Stop. Okay. Just skill position players. Take away Kyler Murray. But Kyler Murray out, six, seven weeks. That's why we're looking at two different things. So that's the first thing I look at. Primetime games. No, fine. Then what I look directly at every year is who's the first game of the year and the last game of the year. That's easy. And then what I dive deeper into is snow games, cold weather teams on the road for the Cardinals. And that part of this schedule is a doozy. I'm going to break it all down. The Cardinals start on the road in Washington, DC against the commanders. And they finish the season, uh, at home against Seattle and in between no primetime games and we'll see what happens (laughs) with with the question marks surrounding Kyler Murray and the rest of this roster right now. Like I couldn't make an argument that if Kyler Murray's back week one, this team could win seven or eight games. I could also make an argument that if Kyler Murray doesn't come back in the first six weeks, the Cardinals win three games. Like there's an argument to be made for everything because there's still so much influx. But the fun part about these kinds of podcasts on this kind of date is you can speculate all you want, baby. Come to a completely uninformed conclusion as it pertains to the schedule and the win-loss record for the Cardinals because I'm going to give two predictions 
of win loss of the win loss for the Cardinals. One if Kyler Murray comes back in the first month, the second if he doesn't, that'll be the second segment. That'll be the third segment. Next segment, I'm going to rip through this schedule and just kind of talk about more in depth about the snow games that the Cardinals could face in December. It's a joke. It's going to be difficult. I'll hit it next. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by Built Bar. I do these live reads all the time. I got to, you know, I got to bring some song into it from time to time. If you're looking for a delicious snack, but don't want all the sugar and calories, then you need to be tasting the best tasting protein bar on the planet ever built. You got to try it. If you're like me and you want to make healthier snack choices, but you don't want to compromise on taste, it's, this is the thing. Built bars and built puffs. I mean, they're healthy. They taste amazing. And you don't think that they're good for you, but they are. They're all covered in 100% real chocolate. They come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter, brownie, cookies, and cream. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros, 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 17 grams of protein. And now you don't need to wait. You don't have to go to Built.com. We've all, we've been talking about it forever. Go to Built.com, Built.com, Built.com. Now you can get them at your local Walmart or Sam's Club while you can get the specialty flavor still, obviously, at Built.com. That's right. Go to your nearest Walmart today, walk into the pharmacy section and grab your uh, grab yourself a box of Built Bars. You can get a four-bar box of cookies and cream bar, double chocolate bar, a coconut puff. And remember, if you don't know, puffs are protein-infused marshmallow. It, wild. Uh, if you're close to Sam's Club, run in and grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, brownie, batter, puff, and churro puff. You can thank me later. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Thanks for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. Every dayers, Monday on the show. You know, I don't do a lot of straight Kyler Murray talk. It's going to be heavy Kyler Murray. Projections, expectations on the field, off the field. Because we're seeing a different side of Kyler Murray. Maybe we're seeing the real Kyler Murray this offseason. Just put a pin in that. You want to check that out on Monday every day. Come back on Monday. Uh, if this is your first listen to Lockdown Cardinals, thank you. If you've been listening since 2017, thank you. Onward and upward, baby. Here we go. So schedule breakdown. I'm going to run it down real quick. You can find this anywhere, but... Again, like this schedule isn't brutal. I tweeted this out. Like if it was last year's team fully healthy, Cardinals could be a playoff team this year with Byron Murphy and Zach Allen and Kyler Murray healthy and DeAndre Hopkins not suspended with Hollywood Brown on the field for 17 weeks. Like I know that's in a vacuum. I know that's kind of a dumb way to look at it, but that's kind of showing what this schedule is like. So week one in Washington. Week two at home against New York Giants. Week three at home against the Cowboys. Week four in San Francisco. Week five at home against the Bengals. Week six in uh, LA against the Rams. Week seven in Seattle. Week eight at home against Baltimore. Week nine in Cleveland. Week 10 in at home against Atlanta. Week 11 in Houston. Week 12 at home against the Rams. Week 13 on the road in Pittsburgh. Week 14 by. Week 15 at home against San Francisco. Week 16 in Chicago, week 17 in Philly, and week 18 at home against Seattle. So there's a couple of things that stand out right away. 
Houston's right in the middle of the year. I kind of wish this was in the beginning. I'm happy it's not at the end. And I still, I still need a brain surgeon, rocket scientist, astrophysicist, somebody to explain to me what the better outcome for the Cardinals is when they play Houston. I know that the chance of the Cardinals winning more games than Houston this year is probably higher. So the Cardinals losing that game is probably better. But then again, if Houston isn't going to win a bunch of games, why would you want to give them another win when the Cardinals like, do you see what I'm dealing with here in between my ears? Like, I have no idea, but I'm happy that it's right in the middle of the year. Week 11, obviously, on the second half. But I'm glad it's not week 18. I'm glad it's not, you know, something like that where, you know, NFL schedule makers are sneaky. Um, But yeah, so that's one. Number two is seeing the Rams on the calendar now, you see them as winnable games, which is weird. Depending on when Kyler Murray comes back, week six, week 12 is when they play the Rams. Kyler Murray comes back before week five. Those could be two wins for the Cardinals. Seattle, we don't know what Geno Smith is going to be again. Like a lot of this interdivisional stuff is are going to, you know, grasp headlines as the Cardinals, you know, go into this year of what the hell is going to happen. Just a little refresher for my thought process going into this season as we sift through the 2023 calendar schedule for the Arizona Cardinals. This season is about rebuilding, not just the roster, the infrastructure, the foundation, the culture, building it up with stability and functionality and leadership in the right spots. That's what this season is about. Now, if the Cardinals go 0-17, that doesn't mean that the foundation isn't being built. That doesn't mean that leadership isn't in the right places. That doesn't mean that this team isn't growing. And while it's a weird and abstract kind of way to look at it, there's not many scenarios where the Cardinals could be in a worse spot than they were at the end of this season, this past season. And I don't mean that as a dig. I don't mean that as a negative thought. It's like, how much further back could they slide? Now, injuries, things like that, you hope that those things never happen. But moving forward, unless this is like a Rod Chininsky in Cleveland or like a one-and-done coach where Jonathan Gannon just isn't equipped to be a head coach, aside from that, which, I mean, who knows? Everything's on the table. But aside from that, like, this is going to be inches forward for the Cardinals. And every, I used to say this with the Cardinals, but with the last regime, it was difficult to really, you know, quantify clearly every step forward. Any step that's not a step backwards is a step forwards. And that's kind of the lens that we need to go through the 2023 season looking through. So going back to this, so the Cardinals, you know, they got Dallas at home in the first couple of weeks. They have Dallas, San Francisco, Cincinnati, three, four, five. That's probably the toughest stretch that they have. I'm looking at cold weather. Okay. 
Week 13, December 3rd in Pittsburgh. Week 16, December 24th in Chicago. Week 17, December 31st in Philly. Ain't going to be warm in those cities. And that is like, it's better that it's happening this year. Because like, what if it was 2024 and the Cardinals are reared to go and you look at that three out of five weeks because they have their bye week in between in some of the coldest cities in America, not ideal when you want to make a playoff push. I'm saying for 2024, not this year. So it's almost better that it's happening this year, but that is while it's, you know, Dallas, San Francisco, Cincinnati, two of those games are at home and the others in San Francisco, warm weather. Pittsburgh, Chicago, Philly, all on the road. Yuck. We're going to have so much more information about this organization, about the players, where that trajectory lies with the head coaches and everything, the head coach and all the new coaches who have never been in the position that they're in now. I mean, namely Nick Rallis and Andrew Petzig, the defensive and offensive coordinators respectively, like we have no idea what's going to happen. And it's exciting, and it's exciting, and it's exciting. I'll give my predictions with Kyler Murray in the first four weeks, returning, and without. Locked on Cardinals, your team, every day. This ain't going to be pretty. I mean, like if, if, if Kyler Murray were to come back in week one, I see the Cardinals winning seven games. Okay. You know, I see them probably beating Washington in week one. I see them beating the Rams in week six. I see them beating Houston in week 11. I see them beating the Rams in week 12. I see them beating Pittsburgh in week 13. I see them beating Chicago in week 16. And I probably see them beating Seattle in week 18 because Seattle may have nothing to play for. Seven. That's if Kyler Murray started week one, okay? If he starts week – say he starts week four, Washington, New York, Dallas, those could all be losses. Like, I'm seeing the Cardinals' gap of wins, range of wins from three to seven. Like, the Jets won seven games last year, I think. Who was their quarterback? Mike White? Robert Sal is a good coach and a good leader, but that roster wasn't equipped. I know Brees Hall went nuts early on before he got before he got hurt, unfortunately. Garrett Wilson had a coming out party uh, for a handful of games. The defense is pretty good, but they won seven games last year. Um, it's hard to win games in the NFL. I'm talking about for the good teams, having to play teams like, oh, any given Sunday. The Cardinals are going to be an any given Sunday team this year. Because they're all professionals. They're all elite athletes. Like, it happens. I'm giving it between three and seven. Could the Cardinals win more if Kyler Murray comes back week one? Sure. Could they win less than three if he doesn't come back until week 12? Sure. There's a lot of young, fun players who were drafted by the Arizona Cardinals this year. And, you know, I know <laughs> – I haven't talked about this guy a lot, but Clayton Toon, okay, 
fifth round pick, 6-3, can huck it out of Houston. Brock Purdy did a lot of things for people's psyche as pertains to late round quarterbacks who just pop. I'd love to see him start week one. What if the Cardinals got the diamond in the rough and the Cardinals have to make a decision, not between Caleb Williams and Kyler Murray, but between Clayton Toon and Kyler, like Cardinals are going to win between three and seven games next year, depending on when Kyler Murray comes back, in my opinion. Now, if Clayton Toon comes out and starts and just sets the world on fire, great. You want the Cardinals to win as many games as possible. You don't want them to get the number one pick, like in my opinion, at least. I've got a couple minutes here, and I'm imploring people, first of all, to see the big picture. Not looking down the road, but seeing the big picture for this year specifically. Are things changing? Does the organization look different? Are the interviews different post-game, during practice? Are players smiling more? And I know with losing, you're going to get less smiles, but like, We'll find out pretty quickly if this feels different and not different because it's new and not because it's, you know, the last head coach and GM different because it's different. We're going to find out. And what I'm doing going into this season is let's have some fun. Zero expectations from the win loss perspective. Go find some stars, put players in a position to succeed and not where they're expected to perform to win. So a lot of times, like like with this for the Cardinals, B.J. Ojolari, Paris Johnson Jr., sure, their job is to put the Cardinals in the best position to win from the position they play. That's a far cry from 2019, Byron Murphy coming in, Patrick Peterson getting popped for PEDs, and him having to perform because they didn't have anybody else. Last year, two years ago, Marco Wilson coming in, having to play, you know, CB2 slash CB1 with Byron Murphy Hurt, like, per, had to perform because they didn't have anybody else. One of the positives of not having a positive expectation, sorry, I said positive twice, of, you know, performance and things like that with win-loss is guys can just play. And that's so fun to experience. Like, think of like, look at the Sacramento Kings this year in basketball. It's kind of like that. Look at the Detroit Lions. Perfect example. Detroit Lions from last year. How fun was that to watch them play? Figure it out. They're like a, they were like a, I don't know. This is a bad example, I guess. Like a baby giraffe that was just birthed and it's like still trying to figure it out, can walk, but still trying to get its bases and really figure out the identity that it has and things like that. Like the Cardinals this year could be the Lions without, you know, the fringe making the playoffs. But like the last couple of years in Detroit, throw out the win-loss record. Look at the culture in Detroit now, the last two years. This That organization has never seen that even with Barry Sanders, even with Calvin Johnson. Wins and losses are great. Having the culture to withstand scalability with talent for the future, that's different. And that's what Detroit's building. And that's 
hopefully what the Cardinals are going to start becoming this season. Going to next year, I mean, like, who are going to be the stars for this team moving forward? Is it Clayton Toon? Maybe. Is B.J. Ojolari just going to come out and be a world beater and that the Cardinals have a massive, you know, steal at the 41st overall pick? Maybe. Is, you know, is, is Paris Johnson Jr. going to be the next Trent Williams? Maybe. Did the Cardinals trade back and then trade up to draft the next Trent Williams while getting a first-round pick in the process for 2024? Maybe. And when I talk constantly about possibilities, opportunities for the Cardinals that they haven't had in the last decade because there's been a restrictor plate on this organization, with that restrictor plate removed, all the Cardinals organization has now is possibilities. And that is bleeping fun. Alex Nancy locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you Monday.